make it uncomfortable. Compete every day, man. His spirit, I find it hard to be matched. Toughness, enthusiasm. Woo, sports, man. Gotta love it. It is exciting to have something to really get in and talk uh, about here on the Pro Football Jokes podcast. My name is Jemp, as always, and we have basically the full crew in the house today for the show. And, of course, that means the freaking beast himself is here. Alex, Alex, how you doing? Oh, I'm great. Uh, living it up here in quarantine. Uh, but at least we still got the NFL offseason, uh, which is the best sport going on this time anyway. So, <laughs> Pretty much. And uh, Pep is here. Pep, how are you doing during this time? Uh, I'm doing the same. Uh, just excited to talk football it was good to get on the discord call with y'all and react live to our teams picking one two and three that was a fun time <laughs> oh, absolutely we're gonna get into that in just a second uh but the intern is trying to keep his unpaid job here with us so he decided to show up for the show today reeb how you doing i'm doing good it's only been what like five months or so yeah uh People can stop writing in wondering why he's not paid, but he is here, so this is good. <laughs> uh, so we're going to jump in. As we mentioned, obviously, Reeb is a Bengals fan, and you got Pep and Alex as uh, Redskins fans, and I myself am a fan of the best team in the National Football League, the Detroit Lions. Uh, and so we, <laughs> our teams were so good, they got to pick one, two, and three. <laughs> uh, pretty freaking incredible. That's why we get pro football jokes. That's why we get those. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and break it down. Let's start with you, Reeb, and the Bengals, since you guys picked overall first. Uh, how did you feel about your team's draft? I mean, I was pretty thrilled. I was a little nervous running up to it. I mean, all the articles were saying, I mean, it, it went from Joe Burrow doesn't want to play for the Bengals. He wants to trade out. He wants to pull an Eli Manning to, no, he's fine, to, oh, the Dolphins are going to trade three first-round picks, which... To be honest, I don't know how true any of that really was, but I'm happy that they just stayed the course, picked their guy, and got ourselves a franchise quarterback. Um, Yeah, and then the second round, I did not expect T. Higgins to be there, so I'm fine with that as a value pick. I know we have more needs on offensive line and linebacker, but um, I was happy with that. Give him a weapon because you don't know how healthy AJ Green is going to be throughout this year. Same with John Ross. Um, and then the linebackers. I love linebacker picks. I part of me wishes we went more into the. Uh, we did <laughs> Jermaine Pratt, and then the I can't remember the guy who started for the Ravens last year that we picked up, but Josh um, Pines. Yeah, I like Josh Pines so, actually. I do too. When I look more into it, because I thought it was going to be Pratt and Preston Brown, but I guess it's Pratt. Did he get let go or? I think he's not okay. Yeah, that makes sense. He was really bad. Um, yeah, I part of me wishes we went more into the O line, but another part of me actually appreciates how they went all in on one position. And I honestly feel like it's more likely that we're going to get legitimate starters out of all these linebacker picks rather than trying to split it up and try to get maybe one or two linebackers and one or two O line, and then you just end up with maybe all of them bust, and then you don't have anybody. So I like the all-in approach. Um, the other two, I mean, the defensive end and then the the guard are fine late-round picks. But, yeah, um, it was interesting to see that six out of the seven picks we made were captains on their college teams. 
Yes, Zach Taylor. They do. I mean, because they didn't have it with Andy Dalton. Um, So yeah, overall, I'm real happy with the draft. I obviously it was a little too late to do this. I wish we had made a little more moves uh, leading up to the draft. Maybe try to increase the draft capital. Maybe get a couple more picks, but. You know, there's something to be said for just sticking with what you got and making like, the best picks. Like, trade, like trading AJ Green? I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't have been completely opposed to it, especially now knowing that we have T. Higgins. Yeah. <clears throat> Although I mean, T. Do Higgins. Think, do you think T. Higgins starts week one? Like if, if AJ Green and John Ross are healthy? I don't think he'll start. Um, I don't like, because he pretty much seems to be like a, an AJ Green type receiver. So Yeah. I honestly think you could just have him learn from AJ Green. Hopefully yeah, not I the mean, injuries. Snap, but, but yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that's kind of my thought too, that he'll, he'll work his way in there and when AJ Green and John Ross inevitably get hurt, then he'll get some good playing time. So Exactly. So yeah, it was crazy to see his interviews after he got drafted because he was saying how the Bengals have always been his favorite team since Chad Ochocinco had played there. And like it was just a dream to be called up by his favorite team and get to play with AJ Green. I was like, is, is, "Am I dreaming? Whose favorite team is the Bengals?" <laughs> Someone that's really excited—they're going to get paid a lot of money to play football. I think. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Overall, very happy with the draft. Not bad. Uh, so, uh, Pep and Alex, do you think this was a transformative draft for the Bengals? Do you have hope for Reeb's team, or should should he uh, not have expectations? Well, I mean, um, all that really matters is that if, if Joe Burrow is a franchise quarterback, then it was a good draft. If exactly. not, then yeah. probably not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can Joe Burrow be the guy? I love, um, I love the pick uh, in the second round. Uh, with T. Higgins because the Bengals just declined John Ross's fifth-year option. They do not have hope for him, and I understand why. So you go first two picks on offense and then just address that defense that Reeb uh, so so very much loves, uh, according to prior texts during the 2019 season. So I think uh, upgrading that linebacking core, and um, that was just the total right thing to do for a team that was picking so high. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, I just think it was a big mistake by the Bengals to pick the guy with the smallest hands. So clearly, he doesn't <laughs> ha- he true. doesn't have what it takes. <laughs> Got to check the hand size. Classic. They don't have a hands guy out there in Cincinnati, and it's just, I'm I'm a little they worried. Best. I'm a little worried that Joe Burrow really only has one year of like great production. Granted, it was like probably the greatest college football quarterback year ever, but. I'm a little scared of that, that it was just one year with a new offensive coordinator that maybe people didn't have film on. And now he's going to be stuck with a different offensive coordinator who probably, like, to be honest, is not as creative as Joe Brady was for him at LSU. So I'm a little nervous about that, but I'm going to believe for now. Yeah, at least he's got some good weapons. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll see if they can get that elusive playoff victory that has just eluded them for so long now. Uh, going to another team that has not had that much recent playoff success either, the Washington Redskins. Oh, man. Are you talking about the Super Bowl every year? <laughs> yeah, the Super Bowl every year. They do so well, but they just decide to let other teams play in it, you know. Uh, 
But yes, the Washington Redskins somehow won the Super Bowl and picked second overall. How does that happen, Alex? Uh, freaking business. Uh, I, I I was a fan of the draft. I was kind of split on if we want to take Chase Young or Tua or trade down. I mean, I, I thought it's a good spot being in the, in the number two pick. And I think if they could have gotten like a, a, a haul for that number two spot, like maybe the similar type of package that they gave up one time for the second overall <laughs> pick, I think they would have taken it. But uh, I don't think that crazy an offer was on the table so they went ahead and picked a player who hopefully is uh one of the league's best pass rushers yeah building off of that i was torn too like uh, should we trade down if the dolphins really want two of that bad or another team wants two of that bad and what can we get that wealth of picks that we deserve but i think staying there and just taking the best player available that jack del rio will definitely coach up in the four three system and just loading that defensive line some more and hopefully uh, transforming this defense because great teams are built at the line. Um, I, I, I like just keeping that foundation going. Um, and I just thought staying there was the smart move. And then, of course, we were missing that second rounder from the Montez Sweat trade. Hopefully Montez Sweat this year can build off of Chase Young on that edge, other side. Um, but in the third round, going after Antonio Gibson, I, I like that pick a lot. Wide receiver is a dire need, so our first two picks went to great, great positions of need. I think. Yeah, we took we took two Antonio wide receivers with Antonio Gibson and Antonio Gandy Goldson. I think they're, I mean, both of them. They were two of the most fun players to watch. Uh, if you go back and watch some of their college tape, because Antonio Gibson is like. Uh, He's basically just a punt returner out there playing hybrid running back receiver role. Um, I, I, I kind of compare him to – they draft him kind of to be what uh, the Chiefs drafted Tyreek Hill to be when they drafted him. Obviously, they didn't expect him to become the number one receiver that he did, and, and then it gets it isn't you know, as fast as Tyreek Hill. But I'd say that, that kind of role um, – and, and people even talk about him like maybe kind of filling Chris Thompson's role being like a – Christian McCaffrey type, um, uh, but but again, slower. Obviously not. Yeah, again, obviously not. <laughs> we got ourselves to... a slow McCaffrey and slow Hill on the squad. <laughs> Super Bowl. Well, I mean, he, he's definitely not slow. I mean, he's he's fun. He's electric to watch. He had some really explosive returns and just breakaway <clears throat> catches in in college. And then Antonio Gandy Golden's like uh, like basically the opposite of that, where he's just like a jump ball receiver and he's just going up making ridiculous catches uh, on the coverage. They, they said that his player comparison was Billy Madison in recess because he looks like he's playing with little kids out there. Um, I mean, that he obviously he played at Liberty, so some of his competition uh, wasn't the best. But, um, he I mean, he really, he, he, again, just both really fun players to watch and have, I, I think it could, I think Antonio Gandy-Golden could easily be the number two receiver uh, beside Terry McLaurin, uh, I think you know, he'll battle with Kelvin Harmon to be the other outside guy. Uh, and then you'll see Antonio Gibson work out uh, as, as a gadget player and could definitely be a weapon for the offense as well. Yeah, because, um, you know, looking at that pick for Antonio Gibson, Scotty Turner does love to, you know, bring those guys and be creative and, you know, bring that wide receiver to the running back position. Or he just needed a running back 
a little bit like Christian McCaffrey, but slower because as we know, Christian McCaffrey <laughs> got quite a bit of receptions last season and the season before. So that, that pick made total sense to me. And then um, Sadiq Charles, the tackle out of uh, LSU, uh, a lot of people are calling a great pick. I, yep. I don't know this talk about the maturity thing. That's just kind of draft mumbo jumbo for me. So I just like having depth at tackle. We all know how our tackle situation with Trent played out, trading Trent away, and is Deron Christian really that guy? So I like uh, getting some competition on that spot. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that that was a that was a great move to at least give us some options there at tackle and see who who works out. Especially since half our offensive line gets hurt every year anyway. So yeah, and we went up and got a center too. So. In the fifth round, yep. mind you, for but. the with, with the pick we got for for Trent Williams, so hey, how about <laughs> it? Totally worth it. <laughs> Don't worry, we got a third round next year too, so we're fine. We got we love some very well run, well managed organizations here. Great stuff. Uh, but now, but now, Reeb, are you afraid for Joe Burrow with uh, this draft that the Redskins have? Afraid for Joe Redskins now. Am I scared of the Redskins? Um, yeah. Well, when you started talking about wide receivers, um, and I realized that, I mean, Terry McLaurin is a beast, but I didn't realize that there's no one else. Um, well, uh, Kelvin Harmon and uh, and Steven Sims are, are okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell are those people? <laughs> well, they were rookies last year, too, and they, they, were, they, they made some plays. <laughs> I think we'll have a nice little a young group of competition. I don't know. I mean, it's going to depend on Dwayne Haskins' development. Um, the Redskins' defense is going to be just ferocious. That D-line, I would say, has a chance to be one of the like top three in the league. Um, getting rid of Josh Norman, I don't actually know if that hurts or helps you based off how he's been Probably playing. Probably helps us. Probably <laughs> helps. <laughs> Significantly. Um, but you got to replace him with someone. Uh, who was the converted wide receiver that you brought to cornerback? Uh, oh, uh, Quentin Dunbar. He's gone. Yeah. Too. Is he still with the team? No, he's, no he, he was traded to the Seahawks. Who do you have at corner then? Uh, we signed Ronald Darby and we got back Kendall Fuller. Oh, that's right. Kendall Fuller. Game ceiling interception in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll take that as you're not that scared of the Redskins. I will say that that uh, defensive line actually does worry me uh, quite a bit. I think they'll have a lot of fun, except for the fact that they will never be playing with the lead. Uh, and so <laughs> they won't really get to run after the, the quarterback all that so, But, that's but we got that, e- that Eagles fresh defensive line because we got a lot of depth there. So There's a song yeah. called Fresh. I think about it when they sub in Ryan Kerrigan, man. <laughs> Yeah, no, it should be interesting. I, there'll at least be something uh, to watch because you got some guys that are capable of making some pretty spectacular yeah. plays that'll make you forget uh, you're down 17 in the third. That's all right. Yeah. Oh, Reed, man. And we do have Logan Thomas. Uh, who, oh, he who came back. Through, right it's just be, it's just becoming the Washington Hokies. You have like four Virginia Tech Hokies on that team now. Like four or five. Tim Settle, like Kendra Fuller, got him. Logan Greg Thomas Stroman. Or- Logan Thomas was pretty good for the the Lions last year, so maybe he could do something for the Redskins. 
True. Uh, and speaking of... The situation is not good. So. <laughs> I will say I trust Ron Rivera way more than Jay Gruden to actually like have a good culture, like a good winning culture on that team. At least yeah, you no guys... Doubt. At least you guys don't have to spend all of your top picks on tight ends to try and find something that works. <laughs> pretty pretty annoying. I'm just but, looking uh, forward to accountability of our losses next season instead of, well, we're going to have to go back and watch the tape that Jay Gruden always used to talk about. It's like, dude, you say this every week, man. <laughs> hey, he held that job for, what, five years? That's awesome. And if his key works, he's going in. He wasn't a coach. He was a yes man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right. Well, switching to the clearly superior team that had a tie last season is the only reason that we managed to squeak out the third pick here. The Detroit Lions. Uh, Man, heck of a draft by us. Heck of a draft. We didn't want to pay Darius Slay, who's been arguably our best player. So, you know what? Just kind of get rid of him on a mediocre trade to then use your third overall pick to pick a corner. Uh, is what been since 97 since a corner has been taken uh, that high in the draft. Am I right? Something like that. Uh, so I am choosing to look at it as he is that special. Not that we were that screwed. <laughs> had to do that. So we're staying positive here in the Lions camp because, you know, third, third, third year's the charm for Matt Patricia. So he's actually going to not insult this corner and they're going to have a good relationship instead of pissing each other off. You know, that's great. Uh, you got to love the faith that we have in our running back uh, group that we had to go with our second round, take the first running back in the draft, uh, DeAndre Swift. Uh, actually, a pretty good player. Uh, it just means, I don't know what that means with, uh, uh, you got uh, McKinnon and looking uh, with Carry on Johnson. Is, so I think they're expecting some injuries in there, uh, but we'll see uh, if we can... <laughs> Run the football. Who knows? But we also spent a fifth-round pick on another running back as well that I'm not uh, that familiar with out of New Mexico State. Uh, But our biggest need really has been that defensive line. We spent a lot of money with not much to show for it on that defensive line. So I'm glad to see we invested our good resources of our sixth and our seventh-round picks. So I'm sure we got it solidified there. You know, that's that's the round that you really (laughs) nailed down all the important positions. Uh, And so I couldn't be more excited. I'm, I'm yeah. feeling like this is yeah. what puts us over the top. It is. I think, uh, fun fact, maybe Jeff Okuda, the player you're talking about in 99, was Sean Springs selected third overall. Look how that turned ah, out. Yeah. We got this. Uh, I also will say I, probably the biggest concern for the Detroit Lions is the state of Matthew Stafford's back. So let's see if he can get through this season without having a broken back and. I think we got a shot to win some games. If you got Aaron Rodgers being pissed off at his team, we'll get to that. And you got uh, uh, the Vikings kind of, eh, they're all right. And Mitchell Trubisky is going to be freaking out because he's not going to have a contract and stuff. So I think it's set up perfectly for the Lions this year. This is our year. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in the DeAndre Swift pick. Um, I, I I like, I think Carrion will hold on to the top job for, you know, in week one. Um, well, I'm just saying. For, a week, for, for a week, I think I'll have it. <laughs> I, I could see it being like a. I think it'll be close to a 50 50 split, maybe up to 60 40 for Carry On. Um, but then, you know, if Carry On gets hurt again, then DeAndre Swift will, will get the majority of the carries, and I can see him kind of running away with that job. He'll be more of the pass catcher. Um, 
I don't think that's Carrion's strength. Uh, not that he can't catch passes, but I think DeAndre Swift is a much better pass catcher. Um, but uh, Carrion will probably be the goal line back, so who, who knows? I, I think it's a, it's a nice combination. Um, I, I also, I, I do think you know the, the addition of Jeff Akuda. I know it's tough losing Darius Slay, but they also brought in Desmond Trufant, so Trufant and Okuda might be a better duo than Rashawn Melvin and Darius Slay were on the outside yeah. last year. Yeah, I, our, our, Jeff or uh, Justin Coleman on the in the slot. Yeah, our defense should be all right. Uh, we just struggled to get any sort of pressure last year to the point that I would assume we didn't uh, send any extra rushers. And then I look at the stats afterwards and see on like 60% of the plays, we sent five or more after the quarterback and we had like two <laughs> pressures. And it's like, ah, I'm glad I could watch the whole game and not realize that you're trying to blitz. It's pretty bad. Um, so hopefully we can change that up a little bit. And last year was the first year that the running game didn't like make me want to turn the TV off and text Alex, why do we run on second and two just only to have a third and two where we get stuffed again and just <laughs> waste everything? <laughs> Was last year the year when y'all broke the streak of a hundred yard rusher, or was that two years ago? It was two years ago. Two years ago. Okay. Um, but I, it, we actually have a, a solid offense. Like our team was looking solid. I mean, last year was such a weird thing. With, I mean, of course we blew the first game, and then we're lucky to salvage a tie in it against the Cardinals. And we actually looked like a good squad. Played some really tough games with some tough losses over random things, and then. The reason we just completely tanked was the injury to Matt Stafford. So. uh like anybody health to your quarterback is a, is a big deal. Uh, and uh, I think we are set to be competitive this year, which is pretty exciting. I do think what I would rate the lions draft. I think they did nothing exciting, uh, which I mean, that could be a good thing. Taking a big swing on something that's not going to work out could always kind of uh, destroy your team. However, uh, I feel like with the draft, I'm always like initially really disappointed because I wanted something super exciting. And then I spend the next couple of weeks talking myself into, you know what? It's going to be good. I'm just going to read all the positive journalism coming out of Detroit camp, and I'm just going to buy every coach that says, yeah, man, he works harder than anybody I've ever seen. So very excited to read those kind of articles. Yeah. Um, did, you guys know, uh, did you guys know that Kenny Galladay led the NFL in receiving touchdowns last year? I did. What? Yes, yeah, I was did. like surprised when I noticed he had 11. 11. And then uh, what was it? Um, Jones had nine, right? Yeah, he had, I don't I don't remember, but I mean, he got four in one game, so. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> Kenny Galladay, clutch for my fantasy team, and salvaged Jack's eyes. Like, he had a great fantasy team with, who were our quarterbacks? I can't even remember their names after. Wasn't Driscoll uh, one of Jeff, them? Jeff Driscoll and David Je- Blau. Yeah, That's Blau. right, because Driscoll he got hurt. <laughs> Blau's, Blau's, what, second play or whatever, where he had that 80-yard bomb to Kenny Galladay? So he yeah. could have like a full game worth of fantasy points on the second play and then <laughs> never get another pass thrown in his neighborhood. <laughs> oh my gosh. So good. So that's why I think uh, our, our uh, wide receiver out of Wisconsin there in the fifth round is going to be our next Galladay. You know, we got this. We're turning into the Pittsburgh Steelers, finding all these wide receivers. Yeah, that's probably probably going to happen. Seems legit. All right. Well, now looking uh, overarching themes. We talked about our teams more in depth. We don't have to get this in depth about every single team. That'd be a crazy long podcast, but (laughs) it would be fun to hit some of our favorite either surprise picks or storyline picks. Uh, I'm going to start us off because there's one that I'm just so excited to hear. It makes me so happy. And I got to credit it to the team in 
my division, the Green Bay Packers. Oh my gosh, this is delightful. Aaron Rodgers continues to have nobody to throw the ball to, and also he's going to have somebody standing behind him with a clipboard looking to take his job. What do you guys think about this for the Packers? Anybody else as happy as I am? I mean, it's pretty funny, but it, it just doesn't <laughs> make any sense. Here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's that bad a pick, honestly. I mean, uh, I mean, it just depends if Jordan Love is a good quarterback or not. Because, I mean, he was kind of a borderline first-round pick here. He's more a guy with potential than anything else. Um, so, I mean, if they really think he's the su- successor to Aaron Rodgers, but, I mean, like, how long are you going to keep him on the bench? There's, I, I mean, I can't see him sitting for more than two years. Uh, so, I mean, are they planning on just getting rid of Aaron Rodgers? Gasson retired by then, or did I, they trade up to get him too? Yeah, they did. <laughs> so, they really wanted him. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers is around the same age that uh, Brett Favre was. I think he's actually a little older uh, than Brett Favre was when they drafted. Drafted him, drafted Aaron Rodgers. What was the reaction when Rodgers was drafted? Uh, well, I mean, it was a little bit of a different situation because Brett Favre had, you know, kind of talked about retirement. And yeah, everybody knew he was he was coming close to the end. There was the Favre watch every year in the off season. And, well, um, and then he had Aaron Rodgers being a much nicer prospect than Jordan Love. Yeah, he he was. <laughs> Yeah, he was like projected to go really high, and he fell. And the Packers just took him when it came to their pick, rather than them kind of trading up and reaching for a quarterback. This so it's is a little so bit awesome. of a different, different situation. Um, but, but yeah, it, it is a bit of a head scratching pick, and the rest of the draft was was kind of weird too because they didn't really take anything that people felt really was their need. I guess tight end they felt they needed, which in the third round they got. Um, but didn't get a wide receiver drafted. They're running back in the second round, a bruising running the back. Best who, position. They already. Yeah. <laughs> People compare him to like a like worse version of Derrick Henry to AJ Dillon. They drafted, so uh, it's kind of weird to choose that style of running back. Um, but yeah, they I don't liked know. Eddie Lacy for the two years he could run. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it. <going. laughs> the 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 best part of all this is I truly think Aaron Rodgers could get to like Jay Cutler levels of just body language and nothing will make me happier. <laughs> it's so great. And, uh, now, and the funny thing is, I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers has all his, I don't think he's at the peak of his powers, but he, but he still moves around well. He'll, he'll throw a couple throws that only a few people in history could ever do, but oh, I'm so excited. So let's Stafford. float out a scenario here, Jack. Yes. Matt, Matthew Stafford's back is not, not great, and he mm-hmm. won't be coming back. Aaron Rodgers is pissed at the Packers. Plays out until he's a free agent. Would you want the Lions to go pick him up? Well, isn't he a free agent in like twenty twenty three or something? <laughs> he's not going to be a free agent. Like they're going to trade him at least. <laughs> okay, well, would you want to trade for him? I forgot he had four more years on his contract, which makes <laughs> his pick even fucking stupider. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd be kind of crazy if the Packers just like let Aaron Rodgers walk in free agent. They got to at least get something for him. Like, I mean, that Brett, the Brett gonna... Favre year he had in Minnesota is one of his best years. Uh, so if we get a quarterback playing like that and have a fun playoff run, uh, I would. Since I've never actually experienced that as a Lions fan, <laughs> there are a few things that I would not would not trade football wise to have that year. So uh, I could be convinced. 
Uh, we'll see. Okay. I'll also take LeBron James on the Pistons <laughs> if they want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But this is going to be a fun one to develop. What other uh, storylines out there has uh, get you guys excited from this draft? Uh, I think uh, the last pick of the first round, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the running back out of LSU. How I love, Andy I love that pick. Andy Reid sees something. Andy Reid sees something, and the Chiefs offense gets that much better. I, I, I really love, love I love this pick. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a great pick too. Uh I I I I'm a little conflicted because you know it's it, it screws my boy Darwin Thompson, but I think Clyde Edwards Delaire is kind of a better version of Darwin Thompson. So I I I predicted that uh Clyde would be the first running back off the board and he was only running back in the first round. That's right. I did misspeak earlier when I said the Lions picked the first running back in the draft. We picked the second one three picks later. My bad. Sorry, everybody. Don't don't need to tweet me. I figured it out. Honestly, Clyde, Clyde, like he goes out wide a lot. He's kind of more of a hybrid. Yeah, I mean, at least more a, so than DeAndre like, Swift. Yeah, he's like just like a great receiving back. I mean, yeah, I think that's how he will be used mainly in the Chiefs' offense. Since I mean, that's. They just want to pass all the time anyway, so yeah. it's a perfect. It's an amazing fit for the Chiefs' offense. Yeah, so I, I, mean, I do it, love the Chiefs. This will be so yeah. fun. The Ravens also doubling down on their running game has been pretty cool. Like yeah, that. that Dobbins I thought was not as great of a player as the top three guys, which were I, I had. It was really people mostly had Dobbins, Edwards, Lar, Swift, and Jonathan Taylor as the top four backs in the draft. I thought there was kind of a split between the other three and Dobbins, but he goes to, you know, one of the best situations and it doesn't matter. I still think he's like a solid, but yeah, I still have him as my number four back. Um, so, I mean, I think he'll, if he gets an opportunity, which I do think it'll be a pretty, he won't get that many carries in his first year with all the other backs there, but eventually he will get the majority of the carries and it'll be a good situation with Lamar Jackson and that running game. Yeah. Well, if it's anything like when he played at Ohio State, then the announcers will never stop talking about him and how great he is. So that should be fun for his family. Watch. <laughs> uh, a silly storyline that I keep thinking about. All five starting offensive linemen for the University of Michigan were drafted in the NFL draft, ranking from uh, round one to, I think, round six. Uh, and our offense was as bad as it was. Are you kidding me? Are you, are you kidding? We had five professionals as our offensive line, and we scored six points a game. It seemed like starting to think Harbaugh doesn't know how to develop a QB. <laughs> nah, did Shea Patterson? Got, uh, did he get drafted? We got, we got no. We got McCaffrey though coming up this next year. We got this, but that was ridiculous. But it was really cool again for the University of Michigan. Like again, we have not necessarily been. Um, having the success as a football team that we want to, but we are still producing pro quality players. So, I mean, that's at least helpful for our recruiting and kind of fun to root for in the next level. It is fun to win games, though. Agreed. Maybe a I heard, game. I, cool. I heard a story They're about basically giving Harbaugh. That is true. Just go 500. 
Um, I heard a story about Harbaugh when he was trying to recruit Drew Locke, who eventually ended up picking Missouri. He told Drew, if you end up going to Missouri, you're not going to develop into a NFL quarterback. Only I can do that for you. And uh, look where Drew Locke is now. And look where Shea Patterson is now. Well, he clearly wanted someone that wasn't Shea Patterson, didn't get it there, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, good for Drew Locke. There are other other great uh, universities uh, out there doing doing some fine stuff. Uh, let's see. Uh, there are some there are some really cool free agent things we want to talk about, but there the draft obviously. Uh, is there any other storylines you want to hit? It's not really a storyline, but I don't understand why the Eagles picked Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. I, feel thought, like, I thought you were going Jalen Hurts. On, why no, took... but also that why. <laughs> don't try to be the Saints with Taysom Hill. There's only one Taysom Hill. Uh, well, uh, sorry. I, I know you were talking about Jalen Rager, but now I just hijacked and talk with Jalen Hurts. You're but good. I, I do just, I do just want to say, like, I, I don't think it's that bad a pick because, like, I mean, imagine in the playoffs last year, the Eagles had to throw out Josh McCown against the Saint against the Seahawks if they had had Jalen Hurts there. Don't you think they would have won that game? Possibly. Jalen Hurts does have experience as coming in in the backup and winning a playoff game back at yeah. Alabama. Yeah, well, I, that's just kind of my point there. Um, but on the Jalen Rager, I, I mean, I don't think there was – I'm honestly not as high in Justin Jefferson as other people were, I think, is – I mean, I, I thought there was a kind of a second tier of receivers there after that top three. So I thought Rager was, was in there. He's the more, I'd say, the better deep threat, um, more explosive guy, um, <laughs> even though Jefferson, I think, ran faster at the combine. But um, but just the way he plays, I think it's, he's a better at that as the but vertical we've player. Se- we've seen so many just fast receivers flame out because they can't catch. And that's what I've heard the main issue is with Jalen Rager. I mean, the Eagles, they're they're really good at picking receivers in the first round. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how this one pans out for them. (laughs) They can't get much worse than Nelson Aguilar. I'm rooting for you, (laughs) Jalen. Well, uh, they picked J.J. Sega Whiteside last year, not in the first round, but that that was probably worse. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, the Eagles do have an interesting group of receivers there. If, uh, but probably half of them will get hurt, or it's because they have Alshon Jeffrey still and Sean Jackson still. Jeffrey <laughs> might get cut. Who knows? Um, and Greg Ward's still there. Uh, helped me win a fantasy title. Um, and uh, garbage. Trade for Marquise Goodwin too. This is a weird so, amalgamation of weird receivers. <laughs> there's like no number one receiver they're all just like a just throw them out there just throw we'll, it to we'll Zach see what Ertz. happens <laughs> you're just gonna throw it to Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard anyway so that's true Carson yeah. Wentz is good good football player he is but uh yeah well we'll see how that works out uh I, I didn't want to talk about actually I was going to talk about the the top receivers uh what do you guys think of Henry Ruggs getting drafted over CeeDee Lamb and Jerry Dewey? that is a quality John Gruden pick is all I have to say about it the classic Raiders pick <laughs> fuck your big board fast guy 
John Gruden drafts <laughs> from the heart, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, I hate C.D. Lamb going to the Cowboys in our division. <clears throat> That's going to be a problem unless we can get to Dak or Andy Dalton. And we'll get to that in a second. But, yeah, C.D. Lamb definitely upgrades that offense a lot. Uh, I see him as a wide receiver, too, probably. Uh, or Gallup or C.D., as the wide receiver too, regardless, that's a tough group. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I think all three of those receivers are like pretty uh, could could easily. I, I mean, I could see any one of these guys emerging as the number one. Obviously, Amari is the number one right now, but I could see Gallup or Lamb kind of becoming that number one receiver by the end of this year or next year in the near future. Because um, I do. I mean, it's a really good receiving core. Again, I I don't like like that it is but uh that's a that's probably the best receiving trio in the league if cd lamb pans out like everybody thinks he will um i did i my favorite pick was uh, of the top three receivers was jerry judy uh, i love that the, I, I love that pick for denver uh, the combination of judy and Cortland sutton and i think noah fan has bring bring some from, from the tight end too um they then they took KJ Hamler in the second round too, so should be a good, a much better receiving group than it was last year for the Broncos. And have you have given up on? Yeah, I was about to say, have you given up on Tim Patrick and Deshaun Hamilton? Well, I mean, Tim Patrick's pretty cool, but uh, <laughs> I've pretty much given up on on Deshaun Hamilton. Uh, he's on my dynasty team, but uh, if you want him, I'll, I'll sell you him. Yeah, I'll like give you Courtney Sutton. We'll switch. <laughs> Uh, there is some breaking news, actually, that I need to share with you guys, and we can break this down live on the pod. Uh, former Michigan quarterback Shea Patterson is reportedly signing with the Kansas City Chiefs as an unrestricted free agent. Let's talk about this. What does this mean for Mahomes and maybe even more importantly for Chad Henney? Oh, the battle of uh, Michigan quarterbacks there. Unbelievable. Obviously, Mahomes is out. Then you got Henny <laughs> and, and Patterson battling. Oh my gosh! Now that is the most exciting storyline going into this new football season. Yeah, that, that's yeah. really something. That's really something. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs can save a lot of money now, and you know, bring in some more wide receivers and running backs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Patterson might get a Super Bowl ring before Drew Locke. We'll see. That's true. Harbaugh will be right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I hope they keep both Henny and Patterson. That'd be great. They also signed that guy from the XFL, so they have some fun quarterback things to do here in the offseason. That's that's something they got to get figured out, their quarterback situation. They really do, man. It's crazy. The opposite of Green Bay. Green Bay's already got it figured out. They're just going to switch over right now. Jordan, I will say one thing about the Jordan Love thing. That's like something McCarthy would do. I didn't expect... (laughs) um, Matt LaFleur, I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't expect... I was about to say, McCarthy would make that pick as he stared at Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) (laughs) He would have he would be, he would call in Rogers and make him announce the pick. 
<laughs> She's like, hey, Aaron, you, you, you want you, you want to announce our first round pick? Uh, it, it'll be fun. Like, it'll yeah, be a surprise. Then... <laughs> oh, oh, is it is it a skill player? No, it's the QB from Utah State that throws YOLO throws. <laughs> Who had 17 interceptions last year. Led the FBS in interceptions. I mean, all of his highlights that they're playing on draft night were straight up YOLO throws. Like, just, like how did that even get caught? Oh, Next James Winston. It's so good. <laughs> He's going to listen to this podcast and just spit it on me. <laughs> Who was who was our Mister Irrelevant from this this year's draft? Who who are the honors? I don't even know. Uh, Expect- hold on, what? Expected Alex Davison. Ooh, he went to the Giants, the most uh, irrelevant of Tay the franchise. Crowder. Ty Crowder, right. former oh, running man. back, now linebacker. He's. Uh, gonna have some fun on special teams good luck to you yeah totally can make an impact <laughs> got this giant linebackers are pretty name. terrible so if he, if, he has to, <laughs> if he has to win a spot then this is the the place to go so yeah, not, too, not too bad not too bad uh that's good all right there's obviously we could talk about the draft forever and ever but we need to get to some of these free agent topics here and uh, you already mentioned the quarterback room in the Cowboys, Pep. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. Uh, Andy Dalton finds his home. A one-year, $7 million <clears throat> deal with $4 million guaranteed, I believe. Uh, and it's going to make all these Dak speculators just really happy in their sports writing. Uh, I don't really see if it's just because Mike McCarthy wants some more depth, which I understand. Or, you know, if everyone's really thinking it's about Dak's contract. What about you guys? I, I doubt it's about Dak's contract. I, I would guess they just want him as a backup. Um, but uh, who knows? I mean, I, I don't think it'd be that terrible move. To, I mean, if the, I, their offense is loaded. I think Andy Dalton would be in a really good situation if he had to start games there and uh, we've seen when Andy Dalton's surrounded with the right talent that he can he can succeed so um, yeah, I, I think they'd be okay with Andy Dalton if they I mean it's not like an ideal situation you don't want to move forward with him as your franchise quarterback but if it, it might might just give them some leverage with uh, negotiating that contract Reeb, can you speak to that? Is it not ideal to have Andy Dalton as your franchise quarterback? <laughs> uh, well, like Alex was saying, if you have playmakers around him, um, he can win you some regular season games. Um, yeah. To be honest, I didn't understand it at first when it first broke because of the initial rumors where Jaguars, Patriots, looked like he might either give Stidham or... Minshew some competition and honestly I think he could beat out Minshew but I don't know what the Jaguars are doing their team kind of sucks so it's not like he would have done well down there anyways but um and then I remembered he's from like he's from Katy Texas he went to TCU in college so like that is home for him his family's there um so he probably saw that as an opportunity just to be closer to everyone he cares about and just kind of be on a prove it deal I mean, you can argue that he's now the best backup in the league. Like, the Cowboys have the best backup in the league. 
we just got done talking. We just got talking about Chad Henney and yeah. Shane Madison, <laughs> and you're going to try and tell me someone's a better backup quarterback. Yeah, and clearly More he's better than Rodgers, who's, who's now a backup. So That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's funny. I Maybe it'll give him a little leverage and I'll have to pay Dak as much as he potentially could make here. We'll see. Um, but I do. I actually do think Andy Dalton would be a pretty good fit in that offense. Uh, but, you know, who knows if we'll actually get there. Uh, talking about some other offenses and other quarterbacks uh, moving all around. What do we think of Jameis? Is he not the best backup? I'd put him behind Taysom Hill. <laughs> this guy, the passing leader of last year's National Football League, and you put behind a crazy. guy who's completed behind a guy who's completed twenty passes. <laughs> I would love to he, see him get a start for the Saints. Uh, I think he would probably tie his touchdowns with interceptions. But would be like the highest scoring game <laughs> since the Rams and and Chiefs. I read Jameis threw more touchdowns to the Saints players than Taysom Hill did last year. So that's clearly amazing. He's the Saints quarterback. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> I mean, he had to do but, this Mark, so that he could learn from Breeze, right? Like he's trying to learn. He's trying to get some advice. Well, he wants to get yeah. that Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> deal. Yeah. I mean, that worked out for Teddy. I, I would much rather have Jameis than Teddy Bridgewater. So um, I, I don't know. I think it's kind of weird that how like he gets this little contract. But I mean, also the Saints need to just stop pretending like they really want Taysom Hill to be their quarterback of the future because <laughs> they clearly do not trust him to start for them ever. So I, no, not I, not a chance. Uh, he's <laughs> no. he's way more fun than he is good. Yeah. So I'm like he's he's somewhat valuable to them. I mean, he is valuable to them because like he plays special teams. He has their gadget trick plays that Sean Payton the, loves. And well, now now the thing is they're paying for it. It's always better when you're getting yeah. those kind of deals uh, when it's a, a cheap guy that they found and they made him. Now that they're rewarding him and, and paying him a solid amount to be tight end, running back, quarterback, special teams, whatever, uh, costs a little bit more. Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah, I think it's a smart move for Jameis in his career just to pump the brakes for at least like one year and, you know, explore the options while uh, having a season under his belt with the under a pretty good roster for once. That's pretty good all around. I I'm I'm gonna take a football wise. I think this was a great decision for him, like you were just mentioned. However, the city that he's choosing to live in, I think is going to be one that is going to test him quite a bit. Uh, we could get some fun Jameis stories potentially if he starts going around those New Orleans uh, streets uh, when he shouldn't be doing it. Who knows? Could be fun. I mean, Ta- Tampa Bay's got its own vices, but it's not necessarily a hot spot like New Orleans. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> My advice is to pray, pay for the c- crab legs. But that's <laughs> Uh, speaking of Tampa Bay, uh-huh, so funny. Uh, one of the coolest things that kind of happened and pretty surprising, Gronk pulled a uh, pretty great Brett Favre and uh, is no longer retired and now on a different team. Imagine that. <coughs> yeah, I guess he just wanted to play with Tom Brady and 
I mean, I was surprised at how, like, angry this made Patriots fans. I mean, I, I get it. It's not fun to watch your, like, two of your greatest players ever play on a different team together. But, I mean, like, Gronk was retired. You got a fourth-round pick for him, which was a lot, That considering, I, I don't know. I think that's that's quite a bit for a guy who might he was not going get to play one more year. <laughs> he might yeah. play one more year. He wasn't that good last time he played. Other, I mean, in the playoffs, he was pretty good. Other than winning a Super Bowl, wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> but the the majority of the season was not great, and I, I don't know. I think that's – who knows? I, I don't know. It's, I think probably one more year maybe. I mean, maybe two. Who knows? Uh, but it's a year-to-year thing at this point, and uh, fourth-round pick's not – nothing to sneeze at it's not like it's i mean it's a solid pick no, it's more it than, really is more than they would have expected and they just assumed that he wasn't going to be a part of their team and then suddenly they yeah. get a fourth round pick it's not it's not terrible uh, i honestly forgot fun- he was i honestly forgot he was still on contract so when i saw the news yeah. i was like wait they traded him yeah and so but uh, what do you guys think about with uh like a Super Bowl last two minute drive have to go eighty yards. How many more uh, players in the NFL would you choose to have on that drive other than Gronk? Uh, I mean, is Tom Brady my quarterback? Like, I, I don't uh, know. that's all Are more you... skill guys, not 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 the quarterback, because obviously there's this is more of a who do you trust when you got to force a ball down the middle of the field with a couple guys that like who would you want to have in that spot? Cause I Calvin. agree. I don't think he'll be the, I don't think he'll be the greatest uh, receiver throughout the season, but I still think he'll have those moments in him. I would want Calvin Johnson. No. I've, yeah. If he comes out of retirement <laughs> and goes to Tampa, <laughs> you have some pretty upset. <laughs> I, I, I guess Kelsey, you know? Yeah. I mean like current, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It just depends on like where he is physically. He's, coming off a year of retirement too i mean like last time it was saw him on the field was almost i mean it'll be almost two years by the time we see him next and again like he wasn't didn't have that great a season so i mean you would think he'd be even more out of shape now he didn't really look like he was in fantastic shape when we saw him in the, the broadcasting booth i mean these guys can get into get into shape quick so we'll, we'll see but i don't know uh I'd, I'd still probably take quite a few players over him um, but yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's a valuable thing to have in those moments. That's what, that's what I'm saying. That, that dude is clutch. He's not going to probably, just... I'd probably still rather have Chris Godwin and Mike Evans over him, but they have, them, oh, I mean, so. you, you happen to have both those, which is a, a pretty, pretty <laughs> yeah. good uh, squad there. That's why it's pretty dangerous. Uh, but I'm saying, I think other people would probably get more open, but just in terms of the size mismatch that he can create anytime he's going over the middle, and it's that you know what I'm going to do, but can you stop it type play? Uh, and for most of his career, that's just not stopped unless somebody goes for his knees. And that's the nice part is he hasn't had had to take those shots. So maybe he'll move a little better. Who knows? All right. Spent a lot of time on that little game there. Uh, but I definitely think Tampa is a uh, pretty scary team this year. I think it'll be a, a fun. They'll get a, a lot of interest for sure. I agree. And I think they had a great draft as well, adding Isaiah Wirfs to uh, or sorry, the Tristan Werps to bolster that offensive line, um, and uh, yeah, and they, uh, I think their secondary is fun too now, even though it's not like the greatest unit. But 
strong front seven, really great offense. So if Tom Brady's right, then I think they're one of the best teams in the NFC. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. I think there's just one more thing that we had on the docket. Took me a second to read my notes, but I know that our intern really wanted to talk about this. Uh, Reeb, what do you think about Cam Newton? What's going to happen with him? To be honest, I don't see what team picks him up. Maybe the Jaguars now? I just don't know what the market is for him. I honestly can't think of a team. But he's still so yeah. talented. Like I don't know why no one would take a chance on him. But like, think about it more and more. I just don't know where he'd fit. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I don't really, I mean, I, I kind of thought maybe maybe the Chargers still, even though they drafted Justin Herbert, uh, might be a potential landing spot just because they're in L.A. They need fans, and I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they. You're saying Tyrod Taylor's not bringing out fans? What? <laughs> Probably the most boring quarterback. And I love Tyrod, but my God. You can't get through games passing for 160 yards on like 20 attempts and score 10 points a game. Yeah, we need, we need, we do need Cam Newton to go to New England. That would be the best. Just switch it up, get this giant guy who can actually move with a rocket for an arm and a big personality to come in and replace Tom Brady. That's the dream. Yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun, but I just don't think it's going to happen. As well, maybe the Raiders. Maybe, maybe the Chiefs. I have zero faith that John Gruden. <laughs> that that would actually be awesome. Make that backup fight even like, more exciting. I just want him to do some like Tim Tebow type goal line red zone stuff for a team. <coughs> just be a red zone quarterback and just bully people and mess around. I think that could be kind of fun. Won't happen, but you know. I can mess around, uh, which we get. All right, let's uh, go ahead and close this up with a chance. Everybody can maybe say a final thought via their overreactions. Uh, so it's been a little bit since we've done this. There've been a solid amount of football news uh, and a lot of other things going on. So I want to hear what is worth overreacting to. All right, I'll bite. <laughs> 2020 just freaking stop okay i need sports back in my life last night i bet on i bet four dollars on a rocket league game on FanDuel. Right? <laughs> Nothing about. today i today i bet four dollars on a league of legends game i knew nothing about on FanDuel. I, I i just need i need sports back this is getting really sad and uh and uh gosh help me Please make it all stop. Make all of this stop. Killer bees, COVID nineteen. Yeah, what the hell? Murder hornets are oh, now in the God. U.S. And bears declining the option on Mitch. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, make it stop. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, Alex, you got no reaction for us. Uh, sure. My overreaction is that the the Browns are going to win the AFC North. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> so I'm doubling down from last year. 
they fixed their offensive line, or should have fixed it if you know Jedrick Wills and Jack Conklin work out at tackle. Um, I, I think they're I think they're stacked. They they drafted Donovan Peoples Jones to be their third receiver in the later rounds. Um, so that that should be fun. Um, I I think their offense is stacked. I think their defense has a lot of talent. Uh, I think they 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 bounce back under Kevin Stefanski's leadership, um, and they win the division. People were people were a year early on them last year. Other people, <laughs> I said nothing. <laughs> Uh, I am going to overreact to the uh, online draft, the virtual draft that featured about uh, 12,000 hours of Roger Goodell. And I'm actually going to say, you know what, despite everything we saw, Roger Goodell has got to have an outstanding personality. I'm sure he's just a, a hoot, very charismatic when nobody's watching. So way to go. <laughs> Bring it on, fans. Bring it on. Give me your best you got. Oh, where are all the Chargers fans? <laughs> why are we? Why are we just seeing Chargers logos? <laughs> oh, never again! Never again! Like I said, twenty twenty, make it stop. Oh gosh! All right, Reed, do you have uh, overreactions you figured out for this week? Uh, yeah, I honestly forgot this was the thing again, and I just—I'm <laughs> <laughs> not even joking. I forgot. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say before Joe Burrow's rookie contract is up, the Bengals will have won at least two playoff games. I think he is the real deal, and I'm willing to <laughs> will it into existence. Please. <laughs> All right, Reeve is going to be their, their slot wide receiver. Watch out. Uh, he's gonna find a way to make it work all right that's been great this has been a great show hopefully everybody has enjoyed the draft just staying safe out there having some fun you know what this is good for even though COVID-19 shut down most things you can still make jokes and drink some cokes and of course check out all the great things on profootballjokes.com make it uncomfortable make it uncomfortable compete every day man his spirit I find it hard to be masked toughness enthusiasm (laughs) 